0: So welcome back everybody to another episode of Dynamo Theory, the official Dynamo Theory podcast, of course of the dynamotheory.com um, Today we are doing a little interview. We are we have actually uh, somebody very special, somebody that um, actually does the. He's part of the broadcast team in the Spanish side for radio uh, for the for the Houston Dynamo games. We have Cesar Procel. How you doing, bro?
1: Doing great, thank you for the invite, Christian. I know you guys at Dartmouth, you're always keeping busy and keeping the fans informed. And you know, obviously being fans yourselves, it's a it's a whole different voice. So I appreciate the invitation.
0: No problem, no problem. And the, and the reason we wanted to have you in today is because obviously you know the the news are out there. I think it's is no surprise for for everybody. You know what has happened uh, here in, in Houston, and I think obviously it's it's going around the United States basically, right? chacha is is here in Houston but before we get into that we just wanted to ask you a couple of questions uh, about you know the, the Hispanic community since you are you know one of the few people here in, in, in the city that kind of caters to to that area and since you know like you said we are like a like a blog or, or a podcast you know from fans to fans we just kind of wanted to get a perspective and kind of see where the Hispanic community in Houston you know since you probably you know have your listeners and, and you get to experience that a little bit more uh, you probably get more feedback than, than than we do obviously in the in the Spanish side so basically is how first question you know how long have you been covering the dynamo how long have you been covering sports in Houston and you know a little I guess a, a little snapshot into your story
1: yeah so um, I've been working in media for 22 years Um I've been, I've been a Dynamo, Dynamo fan. Before I was covering Dynamo, I, I, I was always a sports fan. So obviously I've been supporting Dynamo since 2006. Um, not to the level that you guys do it, not to the level of El Batallón and, and all the other, you know, barras, but I, I've been, I've been a, a pretty big fan of the Houston Dynamo for years. So I've suffered with you guys. I've gone through the ups <laughs> and downs. Um, I was part of a morning show, the Raul this Morning Show, for, for like 19 years. So during that time, I wasn't necessarily covering Houston sports only because it's a nationally syndicated show. So I was covering, um, you know, the headline stuff. You know, so some sometimes it had to do with Dynamo. There was some local stuff as well, but most most of the sports coverage that I did was uh, mainly boxing and UFC, some wrestling, you know, baseball, depending on on what was the headline. So it was more national stuff. When it came to the local stuff, it was uh, it wasn't as um, as deep into, into it as it is now. So uh, to answer your question more briefly, uh, basically I've been covering Houston sports uh, as such for maybe about a year. It's going on to a year now uh, where I've been focusing a lot of the efforts on covering Houston sports, you know, the local, uh, local leagues, the dynamo Texans rockets, Astros, you know, Sugarland, anything that's local uh, probably more in depth for about a year.
0: And obviously it, it seems like, you know, like you said, you know, local media, at least when it comes to the Dynamo, has been—I don't know if the word, the good word, would be lacking, but you know, we don't see a lot of you know coverage from television or, or radio, uh, other than you know maybe your show nowadays and or like Glenn Davis, you know, on his show on the English side. Uh, so, what do you, why do you think that that is? You know, the fact that you know most, like you know, your local channels. Uh, cover or your main, you know, sports shows on on ESPN Radio, whatever it may be, uh, only cover you know the other sports that maybe lack coverage on the Dynamo per se.
1: Honestly, I, I think it's uh, ignorance, um, and this is not a knock on anyone on you know on on ABC KPRC. I think the, the real situation is they don't understand how much of an impact soccer has on the Hispanic community. And they don't and they don't realize how much they're how much of the market they're missing out by not covering uh, the Houston Dynamo. Uh, obviously, Glenn has been doing a great job for the past you know twenty years. I, I worked an event with Glenn back in like two thousand eight. There was a free kick master event at um, uh, Energy Stadium, so I know he's been doing this for a long time. But other than Glenn, you know, unless uh, something major happens or the Dynamo win a championship, you're not going to see it on the on the English channels, which is very unfortunate. Um, you know, and that's and that's just the way it generally is. You know, the 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 English media, they're gonna go cover the Rockets, they're gonna cover the Texans, the, the Astros. I don't know if it's if it's like a perception of soccer is for the Hispanic community and we're general market, or if they just don't understand soccer, they don't care to understand it, they don't like it. Uh, you know, whoever's in charge maybe doesn't feel like anything that happens with Houston Dynamo is uh worthy of headline news. You know, maybe maybe that's the situation. And until something happens like, you know, them hiring Ache Ache and then suddenly it's all over the place, then like, oh, well, let's get a piece of that pie. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I think, I think that's, I think that's where it is. Uh, I don't, I don't think they realize, uh, how much, how much of a, a piece of the market they're missing out, which is fine with me. Uh, me personally, right. better for me. You know, <laughs> I, I get more access. Uh, there's less people in the press conferences. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys saw it last week when, uh, Ache Ache was, uh, introduced to the press. There were, you know, <laughs> like tons of media that I hadn't seen in, you know, 15, 20 years, or that I hadn't seen in anywhere else except for the uh, at the uh, you know Minute Park or the Toyota Center or you know Energy Stadium for the Texans. And suddenly now everyone's interested in Houston Dynamo. I don't think it's gonna last. I think it's a you know a wild factor. Maybe they'll cover it next week and they'll go back to back to regular coverage. Uh, and unfortunately, as far as the national media. They don't like Houston sports. <laughs> you know, I, that's just, I think that's just the perception <laughs> I have as a fan. And now in media, I, I just feel like the the major networks, they don't really like Houston sports. They, they just don't feel like Houston is an important enough market to cover. So unless something happens on one of the games or uh, it's something scandalous, then they'll start covering the Astros. You know, you won't see on the sports shows. You rarely see any highlights from any Houston teams. And uh, I mean that's like that's my perception, and 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 I don't, I don't think I'm too far off on that.
0: No, I I I, think I agree a hundred percent. You know, but we just wanted to kind of see you since you're in the business, you know, itself kind of see what you thought. But I mean, I I I agree a, a thousand percent. But let me ask you about kind of the other side of the coin on that one, uh, which is the public itself, right? You know, we we've seen. You know, for example, when Liga MX teams come, you know, America came by not too long ago, Tigres, uh, even when we had uh, Copa Oro, uh, you know, Honduras played. I, I was there at the match, and it was, like, up to capacity, and it was, mm-hmm. it was insane, you know, and you see people go out and literally fill up the stadium, fill up, you know, PNC Stadium. Um, but what do you think it is that, that maybe, you know, that same people don't get attracted to the dynamo itself? Do you think is is the league? Obviously, you know, some would say results. Um, you know, maybe what why do you think that, that is? And also and like a follow-up question, and do you think, you know, the arrival of a person or a player like Ace Ace coming in, you know, given his name, his, you know, the titles, everything that he represents, do you think that will change, you know, a lot of that? Or do you think maybe for a little bit and then we're gonna trickle down to I guess what we've been seeing? in the last, I don't know, five to seven years?
1: So I, I think um, I think in the short term, you're going to see a, a uh, influx of people that normally wouldn't go to a Dynamo game. Uh, and they're going because, you know, Ache Ache's name is obviously there. Everybody knows him from the national team. Um, and he, he's a big name in Mexican soccer. I think it's going to be a lot of casuals for the first couple of games, and then those casuals are going to slowly go back to sticking around just for Liga MX. So my my theory on this, um, I think the people that grew up watching Liga MX or Honduras soccer or El Salvador or wherever they're from, if they grew up watching that soccer and they grew up in that culture without necessarily adjusting to the American culture – they they just don't feel like MLS is enough. Uh, it doesn't give them enough, or, or they don't want to give it a chance. Um, and, you know they they automatically compare it. You you can talk to someone that was that's a diehard, you know, America, Chivas, uh, Monterrey, Tigres fan uh, that grew up in Mexico, and when you talk to them about MLS, those are the kind of people that tell you, "Well, Liga MX is better. MLS, you know, they're they're still uh, in diapers. They're not. They're never gonna be as good as Liga MX." They 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 don't even they don't even uh, give it a chance to uh, you know to suggest that the soccer level might be the same or that maybe American MLS soccer is it's, it's more intense or faster than Liga MX soccer. They, they don't want to give it that chance. They they just don't give it the time uh, mm-hmm. to actually become fans, and, and that's okay. Like I don't think MLS is for those people. I think MLS is for the people that grew up in the United States that understand the way American sports work. That understand the format, that understand that you know, uh, in in the U.S. the teams or the the leagues are divided into conferences and and divisions. People that understand that will understand MLS and will enjoy it, but they also love and understand Mexican soccer, but not the other way around. You know, they mm-hmm. don't understand why there are thirty teams, why there are playoffs, why you know <laughs> there used to be a shootout, why uh, you know they don't understand those, stuff. they don't they don't understand that format, and and they still feel like. Somebody drilled in their head, you know, 20 years ago that um, old players come here to die and they don't want to let that go. that That's the idea that they got in their head and they're not actually going to look into it. They're going to go with whatever that catchy headline was. They're going to yeah. stick to that and you're not going to get out of their head. So I don't, I don't even bother trying to convince you. I'm, I'm, I don't try to convince people, hey, you know, you should like it. I'm, I'm like, look, if you like soccer, you're going to enjoy the games. Right. If you want to go to the stadium and watch a good soccer game, go watch the Dynamo and just, just watch the game. You're going to like it. But if you're going to go to the stadium to try to compare to a, you know, a Chivas America game, I don't know if you're going to be disappointed, but it's going to be a whole different type of atmosphere, a whole different type of soccer, a whole different type of play. And because you don't follow it, you won't know the players, so you don't know what to look for
0: so like for example with, with the guys that we we talked about how obviously you know that it's like a generation you know of of people that grew up with their own leagues in their countries and we believe obviously the dynamo should maybe appeal to the newer to like the generation after them the kids right do Do you think that's like a, a fair assessment to go it, like it after should be the younger but, but guys it, it should be girls? but
1: here, here's here's the problem right so so what i think is happening is let's say um I can't place myself in that just because I'm first generation Texan, right? But like, let's say, um, let's say my dad. Let's just let's say my dad gross He grew up watching uh, Liga MX, Mexi- Liga Mexi- and suddenly he's watching MLS and all over the news and Acha is coming to town, and he's like, "Well, let's go by why is he coming here? You know, why didn't he go to Mexico? He, he 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 deserve he deserves to be in at least Mexico because MLS is way inferior." And because he's already had that stigma or that you know that perception of MLS without actually knowing, he's going to stop his kids from going to enjoy that game because in his mind, hey, my soccer is better in Mexico than the one here. So I'm not going to waste my money on a ticket to go take the, the, the kids to watch this game. So that takes the chance away from those kids to become fans of the MLS uh, soccer team, whichever one, maybe Dynamo, Dallas, whoever. So then it's up to those kids when they grow up, they probably don't care about their dad's soccer league. So at some point their kids are going to be like, well, he doesn't watch soccer. So I like soccer. So I'm going to watch Dynamo because my friends are watching Dynamo. And so that third generation is the one that's going to catch on to MLS and enjoy it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Like I I see it. I see it the same way. Like, you know, quick story, you know, my dad, you know, we're Argentinian. So like my dad, you know, all argentinian league and then i i watch it too you know whenever it's around but i don't go out of my way to watch it he, right. he does mm-hmm. but i would go out of my way to watch the dynamo but then again you know i just started following dynamo maybe five six years ago so you know i'm, I'm kind of new to that because i have the same mentality You're like i'm not gonna watch this league you know it, it's inferior but you know as a lover of the sport you, you kind of start to learn and you're like well you know let's give it a chance but I think you know, like like you, I think you know, me teaching, I have a son, or, or even my daughters, like you know, teaching them, you know, about the Dash and, and Dynamo. I think they're probably going to get into it. You know, they're not going to know anything about Boca because they don't they don't feel it, you know, the same way that me and probably me and my dad do. Right. But I think they'll, they'll feel that hopefully for for the Dynamo and the Dash and, and the club or the, or the whatever home team it is, right? So. But let, let yeah. me get so, a little so, bit... Sorry, so, I'm sorry. J-
1: just to add to that and, and to answer the, the other part of your question about why uh, why the stadium gets filled up with, uh, you know, America, Tigres, Honduras, whoever comes to play in, in Houston. So the main reason for that, and, and I've said this before, most people that grow up in Mexico or in Central America, a lot of times it's easier for them to see their team play in person in, uh, in the United States than it is in their own country. Me personally, I'm a Chivas fan, right? I've never been to a Chivas game in Mexico because when I grew up at where, where I was living in Mexico, you know my my mom couldn't afford it, or uh, there wasn't no a way to get there, or they played too far away or we lived too far away, it just wasn't you know in the budget, so yeah. so I never got to watch any or any any soccer games live in mexico in Mexico City growing up. Yet I come to the u s and for twenty bucks, I can watch Chivas play Dynamo or Chivas play whoever or you know uh, Classic, or anything. And so I think that's the reason that stadiums get filled. And and so, yeah, you know, people can actually watch their national teams play in the U.S. easier than they can watch them in their own countries.
0: And that's probably, you know, throwing a little thing. Out. That's why Mexico, you know, the national team, a lot of times play in the United States, right? Because, well, other than the money side, right? But, uh, you know, a lot of those people probably never get to see them play in their own home country. But, you know, here they get multiple opportunities. So right. I guess it's cool, you know. I'm not hating on that, but let me get it a little bit more into the specific inside of the field. You know, we talked about kind of broad media. You know, everything outside. But as a, as a, you know, as a sports journalist, you know, as a as a guy that loves the sport and everything, you know, let's start. Let's talk about the team itself. You know, give me. Let me hear some opinions about the team. So, how do you think you know this Dynamo is going to uh, build? I guess if we can say build around you know Hector Herrera do you like for example if if you obsessed you had a little barita magica as they say in spanish and uh and you could you know you're you, you had a ted uh, seagull's checkbook what are you bringing in, in in this window coming up
1: what am i bringing in this window coming up if i had a checkbook Jeez, that's ted a really good, checkbook. yeah that if i write if i had that's ted seagull's checkbook book. you know that that's a that's a really solid question um The problem is, you know, I don't necessarily think bringing any uh, European superstars, uh, because most people are automatically geared towards that, I don't think bringing any European superstars equal uh, to championships for any MLS team. I mean, aside from like Robbie Keane and and who else, David Beckham, uh, I can't think of that many European superstars that came to the U.S. and actually won an MLS championship. You know, and, and and we've had some big names in the league. You know, we've had Wayne Rooney, Thierry Henry, Rafa Marquez, uh, Cotemo Blanco. Uh, you know, aside, you know, aside from uh, just a handful of uh, European guys, I don't think uh, uh, you know bringing a European player is gonna is gonna change the league. So if I had the checkbook, I would probably stick to um, some top tier national talent. Um, or even like from Liga MX, uh, I don't know, like as like players like uh, Julian Quinones, you know, or like uh, uh, like Aguignac, you know, if, if those kind of players would be available, that's that's who I would stick to. Uh, players that can bring some knowledge to the to the uh, rest of the team, but that are willing to be team players, that are maybe willing to uh, stay on the bench and and come in just to you know, li- uh, you know, turn out turn off some fires and, and fix the game that's there, if, if it's getting out of hand, you know. Uh, I think those kind of players, I don't necessarily think, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think, for instance, uh, Gareth Bill is going to make that much of a difference in LAFC. I don't think uh, Insigne is going to make that much of a difference in Toronto. I don't think I don't think Ache uh, is going to be the, the end-all solution for Houston Dynamo either. I, I think uh, we need more quality players in general than just one or two superstars.
0: Exactly. I mean, and you, that's exactly what I say to, to the boys, too. I'm like, you know, if you're, if your best player in your team is a bench player on another MLS team, then, you know, the quality of your team is not going to be good. You know, you have to build up the quality. And, and I think the same thing. I think, you know, staying local or, or even the Mexican League, you know, pull out some some gems, you know, or, or whatever it may be, players like that. That can change look, your, your whole
1: history? If you, if you can find, you know, five or six quality players like Seca and, and bring them to the team, right? I mean, that's that's all you need. You don't need, yeah. you know, European superstars that are going to take up your DP spots, that are you're going you're gonna to spend five, six million bucks on them, and, you know, and you're not going to get the results. Um, I, I think uh, that part, I think, uh, you know, Nagamura and, and Pat Onset are, are hitting the nail on the head with. Uh, players like Seca, even Teaguinho, which I'm not sure why we've not seen any playtime from him. But I think uh, the few times that we saw Seca and Teaguinho play together, you know, they they show some fireworks. So so yeah. I think uh, more quality players like Seca, you know, I think that's that's the solution for MLS in general.
0: And going into Paulo Nagamura, what, what do you think of what he has done so far? And, you know, how far do you think he, he could probably take this team?
1: With Paulo, look, I, I think Paulo is doing the best he can with what he has. Um, I think he's, me personally, I think he's taking too long to uh, establish his starting 11. Um, You know, this last game against uh Charlotte, man, Like I, I felt like all the work from the whole season just didn't ever happen. Uh, it was just a really odd game, you know? And uh, so I, I think he's having a hard time deciding who his starting 11 is. Um, I think he's okay on the, on the defensive side. I think his midfield, you know, he's, he's kind of still struggling to figure out who the starting four is going to be, or if he's going to go to line of three. Um, he's having a hard time getting balls over to Sebas. I, I, I think, I think he's doing the best with what he has. Uh, you know, obviously being a Dynamo fan, you're going to, you know, gear towards guys like Memo and, and uh, Matias Vera, but then you have to be realistic and, and, and decide, hey, you know, maybe some of these players, as much as I like them, maybe they're not a good fit for the team. And it's not not to say they're not talented or they don't deserve to be on the team, but maybe they're just not the right fit for this team in particular. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And let me hit you with this last question uh, to close out. But obviously, you know you being part of doing it and and you know with your show and everything, and I'm sure you have contact with different people around the United States. So you know we heard how the community or I guess the 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 media here in Houston perceives you know the Dynamo. We we saw how you perceived it as a as a fan and also as a journalist. But you know, do you? What's your what's the feedback from you know, your fellow, from your peers and, and maybe in your organization or maybe in others that you maybe talk to around you know, the United States? How do they feel about the Dynamo? What do they tell you? Do they see hope? How do they perceive the team or, or the city as a whole, I guess?
1: Yeah, so, so the funny part about that is uh, people in media all over the US, it, it goes back to the, the same um, generational question. The ones that grew up watching uh, Liga MX or wherever the league they're from, they feel like he's wasting his time coming to MLS. They feel like he should have stayed in Europe. That it's better to be on the bench at Atlético than to be the you know the start in the starting lineup at Dynamo. Um, the people that understand and enjoy Liga MLS, they're like, man, this is great. You know, more players. With that kind of level, are now coming to to uh, to MLS and it's taking it's taking away that stigma of uh, you know uh, old elephants dying in the uh, in the league. So so I think that that's where we're at. I think I think in general most people um, that enjoy MLS, even in media, they're happy that he's coming to uh, to Houston. They're coming. They're happy he's coming to MLS. I mean now you're hearing from people with Gareth Bell. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, why is he coming here? He could have gone anywhere else. Why is he coming to LFC? He's just here for the money grab well no he's still he's a talented guy he's yeah. coming from real madrid at a good level what what, what more do you want yeah
0: exactly and th- i promise this is the last one for Cessa, does the dynamo make the playoffs yes or no
1: <laughs> of course <laughs> of course, you're gonna ask that um look i i, I hope so i i think uh-huh. so i don't uh you know I mean, it'd be great if we got to uh, to you know pass the you know pass the to the semis at least. But I I think we can make the playoffs. I think uh, this next game is gonna be a make it or break it for the Dynamo. I think, I think if we lose to Dallas, then people are really gonna start questioning uh, you know Nagamura as the head coach for the first time in the whole season. Um, I think the fans have been very patient with Nagamora, at least the diehard fans, you know, the, the casuals, they don't, they don't care either way. But I think diehard <laughs> fans, I, th- I think, I think we've been, we've been very uh, patient with him um, and understand, you know, cause we see what the players can do on the field. Sometimes it just doesn't work out That's soccer, right. But uh, mm. um, I think we make the playoffs. I think even if we qualify at, you know, at the ninth place, I think we'll make the playoffs, which is the, the, the first, you know the first goal of this, uh, you know, new era. So yeah, I, I think we'll make the playoffs. I I could see them winning against Dallas. Definitely, uh, I hope they beat Austin. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, so if, you know if, if if they win those next two games, then you know, I'm 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 happy about that. <laughs> that's, that's good enough.
0: That's good. I I have the same feeling. So hopefully we will get something going there. But again, Sessa, thank you so much for for your time. We appreciate it here at Dynamo Theory. Uh, but if you can let us know where where you know the people can find you, where can they listen to you?
1: Yeah, they can find me on social media, Cesar Procel, or they can uh, tune in to uh, ninety three point three FM in Houston. Uh, you know all my infos on on, uh, on my social media pages: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All Cesar Procel. You can find me there as well.
0: Awesome! Thank you, Cesar, for your time. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you,
1: guys.